Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. Sorry, I don't know why I sang that, but it just felt like more of like a pirate shanty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. I don't know if that's... Does that sound like a shanty? Almost. Is that what they sing when they like clean the deck of yeah. the ship? Like, I think I so. think they do. I think there's so much like mystery surrounding Yo, oh, pirates because show. there's like such a there's such like a in the way that pirates are portrayed in media there's such like a supernatural element for some reason like all it's this weird. like there's like ghost and you know strange Jones yeah locker. all this all this kind of stuff whereas yeah pirates are just like sailing around the, the thieves the, they're just they're stealing just stuff thieves, yeah. they're just stealing stuff from the so there's a romanticized and, like a romanticized version of pirates yeah. but in reality they're they were literally called but, cutthroats. Yeah, they, it's and like the worst. If you want to find pirates today, well, then just you know go to Somalia. Go to Somalia, observe what's happening over there, and I don't think you'll find that romantic. Yikes! Yeah, but hey, regardless, shout out pirates. I think it's a new. You know what they time. need? They need to get a clue. Okay. <laughs> uh, our next clue for the quiz. <laughs> Here we go. On the day of Pentecost, the sound of this came from heaven and filled the house. Or about 120 disciples had gathered. 120. So there's 120 disciples. They're in the upper room and they hear this thing. Whatever it on the day of, On the day of Pentecost. So 0491-064-669. If you know what the, the sound was that they heard, you will get for free, well, you go in the draw to win for free Journal of the Word Reference Bible in comfort print. It's also... In brown, it's a leather Bible. It is epic, and we want to give it to you for free, as well as the Conflict of the Ages box set. You know, we were going around at church on on over the weekend on Saturday. We were there on Sabbath, and uh, to open the study, Hannah asked, "What was your dream as a kid?" Like mm-hmm. every it goes around. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're going around doing the little icebreaker. Yeah, and uh, she started with me, and you know, I thought about it. And she's just like, what was your dream as a kid, Blake? And I was like, I wanted to live like Robin Hood. And I wanted to like be a pirate and steal from the rich and give a little bit to the poor, but mostly just keep it all for myself. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was my dream. Like, And I had a whole setup near the bridge, near my house. We lived under the bridge. Me and my friends would go and play. We had like pretend bow and arrows. And I kind of just thought about like that story or that thought it, the reason I wanted to do that is because I had created in my mind this idea that living this big adventure is like the ultimate dream, right? Mm-hmm. Like be Robin Hood, be a pirate. But what I realized was, as I got a little bit older, and we're talking about these Somalian pirates that we're talking about as well too, and the Robin Hood, uh, they were not as nice as they seemed when I was a kid. Have you ever had that experience where you you hear a story and you're like, "That's going to be super awesome," and then you realize what it actually is, and then go, oh, "I'm actually a little bit horrified." They cut up people's throats and killed them and shot them up with arrows, stole all their money, and then gave some to the poor, but mostly just kept it and lived in the woods. Yeah, I think that probably one of the biggest ones because my dream when I was a kid was to be a professional athlete. True, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like that's." That's and you I got wanted. really close. Um, I mean, you were, yeah, essentially. I was like, that's what I want to do. That's who I want to be. And then going through and, and experiencing that 
now I can see and understand. And then looking at the, the lives of people who live that life, yeah, there are those at the top, but even those at the top who give their entire life to that, whether it's a Tom Brady getting divorced, whether it's a, we were talking about Ja Morant earlier, he's a famous basketball player getting suspended from the NBA by, because he's like waving. Brandishing weapon, that, That's right. Like there are all these people who. On the team plane. Yeah, that's right. All these people who seem to quote unquote make it then have massive problems. Like, and you can, you can just go through story after story. It's like, oh, they're the greatest basketball player of all time or the, the greatest football player, the greatest the hockey worst player. Dad. And then, yeah, they're the worst dad, the worst business person. Like I'm thinking about that with husband. Michael Jordan. Like I, like he is considered the, the greatest of all time in basketball, but you look at his personal life, it was in shambles. Yeah. Like his relationships with his kids, his, his ex wives, I believe mm. plural, like his, like he just, all he cared about was himself, mm. you know, and, and that's a sad thing. Good at basketball, not good at interpersonal relationships. And so I think when it comes to whether it be professional sports or being a pirate Robin Hood type vibe, whatever you were talking about, or, you know, uh, there's so much more we can romanticize, but at the, at the end of the day, we realize that those, uh, those endeavors and pursuits are actually just full of sin. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of it is because they're, they're full of sin because they're full of self. Yeah. Right? They look, they see all the success they've experienced, all the the accomplishments they have gained, and the final conclusion is, how do I get more? Mm. How can I have even more than I do? You know before? what? Lived up to my expectations what? and furthermore exceeded them. Being a host on The Breakfast Show on Faith <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the greatest job that anyone could ever ask for. Well, I mean, it's awesome. We just get to come in and here and talk about God. Well, that's true. And leading to that point, thinking about these super wealthy, uh, rich athletes, uh, super wealthy, uh, rich pirates, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wealthy Robin Hood and their Mary and the Merry Men. I want to talk about a story found in Luke chapter twelve about a. Yeah, about uh, a story about a certain rich man. But mm-hmm. before we do that, you've reminded me by you didn't say it out loud, but you just like mouth. I was the mouthing words. the words. I'm like, I, I'm so excited to get into this Bible study. But we actually have some text messages. Actually, I got one here from my good friend Johanna. We were talking about winter at the beginning of the this show. Is Johanna is about to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, congrats! Shout out her. Uh, we're talking about winter and summer and and whatnot. And um, she just informed me that actually. Autumn begins on March the 20th. What? That was March 1st. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and she, 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 she right? sent me the article where winter begins on March 20th and, dis- and summer you mean, begins. You mean autumn begins on March 20th? Autumn begins, sorry, on March 20th. Summer begins on December 20th. Whoa. So apparently the seasons don't start at the beginning of the months. This is... I've never known this. I didn't know that. I she, thought the first of December was the first day of summer. She, uh, me too. She texted me. She said, we get corrected about the beginning of the seasons at work all, all the, the time. time. Wow. Johanna, thank you so much for correcting Lawson. <laughs> I, but, but not me. <laughs> I, I am really, I'm super shocked. I, shocked. I've never heard that before. Shocking news. Yeah. Well, hey, let us know, you know if, if you guys heard that before. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. That is interesting, actually. You know, it's also shocking that story about Korea, mm-hmm. and we got a text message about it. Mm-hmm. Korea, 
dot, dot, dot. Have you considered that God said vengeance is mine? Mm. All who have done evil, unless they have truly repented, will be judged by God. And those who have suffered under their hands, no one will escape. Families deserve the justice, and they will get it. Mm. So the real reparations are coming from, are from God Jesus. at some point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I like that. That's good. This is something we talked about on the show. I believe it was yesterday. We're talking about like freedom, you know, gaining freedom and, and justice and whatnot. And there's just no point in, well, I'm not going to say there's no point, but we can fight so hard for the personal freedoms of people yet we, by fighting for their personal freedoms, we enable them to sin. Type type thing. Like, you know, we can be so focused on, oh, you know, these people need reparations or, oh, you know, we need to conquer the Chinese government because they're restrict they're persecuting Christians or this or that or the other. But it's like, is it really, the, is the goal really freedom when we're just enabling sin or is the goal to share the gospel? The problem is when we believe it is the government's responsibility to enforce morality. Yeah. That that's where the issue is. Mm-hmm. And that's not where the morality comes from the word of God. Yeah. Morality comes from a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when we have to when we remove God and we remove Jesus from the equation, mm. that's when the government has to go, well someone's got to step in here and do this. This is why we see total corruption in communist countries that outlaw religion because they become God. Mm. And they're simple, broken, uh, you know, malpracticing uh, entities that are not God, but they're mm. taking on the role of God. And th- this is a this is actually a serious issue. When you remove God from your country and remove God from the equation, the end result is always destruction. Mm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. We got another text message here. This one says, fake gold by the Perth Mint. You can't, you just can't trust anyone these days. I agree with you, Blake. Buy gold tried in the fire from Christ. It's the Mm. only gold we will be able to take to heaven. Our characters. Little smiley face emoji with some prayer hands. Uh, Raphael, you texted. You got it right. Sherry, you also, Sherry says, morning Brecky team, and then sent the answer to the quiz, and you got it right. Good work. Suzanne also, oh no, I'm sorry, Lawson. She got the answer right, but then she said, thanks for the confirming hint, Blake. Wink. Oh, man. That's good. I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know, but now I feel bad. Why? Because I might have given too much away. No, that's that's fine. Brayden, you got the answer right. Janelle, you got the answer right. Karen, you got the answer right. Wayne, you got the answer right. Bruce and Liz, you got the answer right. We got a whole bunch of people who are getting a whole bunch of points for the quiz today. Thank you so much for texting us at 0491-064-669. I'm kind of interested. We were talking about dreams as kids. Mine was to be a Robin Hood character in the Merry Men in Sherwood Forest, but also a pirate at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. I've grown up to learn that murder and thievery, not so good. <laughs> uh, so apparently frowned upon in, in society. So mm-hmm. I'm taking a step back from that and decided to do radio instead. <laughs> and uh, Amen. <laughs> And uh, thank you, Faith FM, for giving me the opportunity to choose a different path in life. Mm. And ultimately, thank you, Jesus, for helping me to understand uh, murder and thievery, not the solution, 
to my financial problems. Lawson, talking about financial problems, we got a guy here. Mm-hmm. Luke chapter 12. You ready for this? Yeah, he, this guy in Luke chapter 12 Dude actually doesn't have financial doesn't problems. Doesn't seem to have financial problems. He got other problems. issues, but he doesn't have financial issues. That's right. Right? He is, uh, I think he's rolling in it. He, he kind of reminds me of Scrooge McDuck, where he dives into his money and just swims around in it, right? He's got so much bouillon, so much gold. I wonder if he got it from the Perth Mint. I hope not. It wouldn't be pure. <laughs> Uh, but he has so much, uh, so much of what he has. He's got. He has to think to himself, "Huh, I can't store this anymore. I need more room." And this is the story behind the rich man who needs more room. Can you read that for us, Luke chapter twelve, Luke sixteen to twenty-one? Chapter twelve, starting in verse sixteen, the Bible says, "Then he, being Jesus, told a story." A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, what should I do? I don't have all the room for my crops. Then he said, I know. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll have enough room to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough to store away for years to come. Now take it easy. Now take it easy. (laughs) Eat. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Read that again. (laughs) <laughs> now, okay, the I, way you now take it easy. easy. <laughs> now take it easy. Yeah. Uh, chill out. Uh, now I'm paraphrasing. Okay. Like it, it says, it says, uh, drink and eat, drink and be merry. But right. chill out. Let's let's hang out. You know, watch the sunset. We're we're chilling. We're vibing. Okay. Continues on. But God said to him, "You fool! You will die this very night." Then who will get everything you worked for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but to not have a rich relationship with God. This is, I think in the King James Version, it says something along the lines of, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world, but to lose his own soul? Mm. Okay, now, that's a very interesting thought. You know, I, I don't know about you, but in my pirate Robin Hood days, I looked at the TV. I saw the wealth, the opulence, and I thought, "Ooh, this looks good." You know, I want to have to. I want to have to de- deliberate and painfully choose between which fur coat to wear each morning. Yeah, it kind of it reminds me of those movies where it's like a bank heist or something, and you know, the the protagonist of the show is actually like a criminal. Yeah, and you're rooting for them to to yeah, rob for that, some reason to yeah. rob that bank or whatever it may be. And the end goal is always, and now I'm in the Bahamas, really rich, and I'm actually an international wanted fugitive. And uh, but yeah, I'm just gonna put my feet up in Barbados or whatever. And the other the other issue is there's another movie that I saw as a kid called Blank Check. Right? Sorry, we got some guys who are fixing the roof over here and it's getting wild. I mm-hmm. uh, apologize, yeah. uh, but it happens. Uh, I know, Apparently I know, I know, only like... during radio, but that's great that it's happening. It's uh-huh. getting fixed. But do you know the movie Blank Check? Yeah. Okay. I love this movie because it shows really at the end of the day that money is not the answer to everything. Yeah. The, kid, the kid has a terrible relationship with his parents. He doesn't, he, you know, he gets this blank check from this guy. He runs a whole empire and he spends it on, he spends like a million dollars in like a week. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even angry. I'm impressed. Kid, you know? <laughs> but like he has everything that a kid could ever desire in 1993. 
and <laughs> then like realizes he has nothing mm. right now this story that we just read from the bible is a little bit like it's actually kind of a it's a little bit similar to that as well too in fact maybe this is the originator of those stories i, I well i think it's a story that has been tried and tested through time because many many people have realized that that riches don't Take make this you one happy. parable that Jesus said and like have made movie upon movie and TV right. show upon TV show because I, wealth is not the answer to happiness. Absolutely. And I love the point that it makes here. It says, Hey, what if you died? Then what was the point? And I think it, it goes back to, man, I loved this insight. I referenced it yesterday and we've just, it's just really been helping me frame a lot of what we've been looking at in this quarter so far. We've been looking at managing for the master. The idea essentially is if we work for God, God pays. Mm-hmm. And essentially this person has spent their time not working for God, but working for self. And the payout that he is supposed to receive, well, then he doesn't even get. Well, and I think it's important to remember that when we're talking about like working for money, there's no problem with working, getting wealth. There's no problem with like making making money uh, to to even get richer, to to grow your estate. But the problem comes in in verse twelve, verse nineteen, when it says, and when Jesus cautions the man, the attitude that he has: take your ease, eat, drink, be merry. Right? Mm. It's like the the purpose of creating wealth should not just be opulence, mm. like. Which ironically is the purpose of most people trying to get wealth. Like mm. you see, like the the rappers out there, and like you see um, famous movie stars, and you see you know celebrities of all sorts, and like they're just like we're getting Faith rich FM to radio get rich. Hosts, you know, those no. guys. Uh, thankfully, they don't pay us that much. Actually, um, <laughs> yeah, they're looking after our souls. Yeah, because they give us just enough uh, to have to keep coming back every day. <laughs> So uh, thank you, Faith FM, for doing that. Because honestly, it's that's kind of the prayer of David. David mm. talks about don't give me so much that mm. I have need of nothing, but instead give me, fulfill my needs, but help me to live in a way that I constantly rely on you, Lord. You know, mm. uh, There's a quote here I want to read from a book called Christ's Object Lessons. I think captures this story and captures the essence of what's going on. It says, this man's aims were no higher than those of the beasts that perish. Ooh, it's kind of a harsh mm. uh, rebuke there. He lived as if there were no God, no heaven, no future life, as if everything he possessed were his own, and he owed nothing to God or to his fellow man. Now, that's, that's an interesting thought, mm. right? Life is not just what we see here on earth. There's so much more to it. And, and we're going to live for eternity. And the characters that we develop, the life that we create in this world here, will impact how we live in the future. Like if we create characters where we see someone in need, even though we have wealth and opportunity, we go, ah, it's their own fault. We don't want to help them out. Like that's not a very healthy, Christ-like, heavenly character. Mm-hmm. We have to practice how we're going to live in heaven here on earth. To, to see need and to fulfill it, to help as we have been helped by God and by others as well, too. Mm. So, Lawson, I, I'm just trying to just figure out in my mind, like, how can we do this as Christians? 
Well, I, I think it's, again, when we work for God, God pays. And uh, we, we're going to have some, some more time to, to get in and, and to talk about this and to dig into maybe some application. But from the story, I can ultimately see this person's outset for working and his outset within retirement was to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to earn the big bucks so I can relax and, and chill. Whereas if we're putting our witness towards others first, I think in terms of how we spend our time and spend our money and use our talents, we'll always be towards God's mission. And we'll, we'll talk about that practically in a bit. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Do you like those melodious tunes? I love them. Yeah. I'm about, I'm all about it. You're all about that. I'm all about the clue. The Give clue? me some clue. You want to get the I clue? I want a clue. Okay, here we go. What am I? This is the final 100-pointer, guys. We've whittled our way down to this. It says, Jesus said this blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you can't tell where it's where it comes from. Or where it is going. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you will go into the draw to win our amazing prizes, which is we've got our awesome Bible that we want to give you absolutely for free, as well as a Conflict of the Ages Bible study box set. It essentially enables you to be your own theologian and your own Bible teacher. Now, we believe in good hermeneutics and we don't want you to go off and i don't know become david koresh or something like that (laughs) (laughs) and that's why and that's why we have commentaries to go along with it but i wholeheartedly believe that the call to every believer every disciple is to become a teacher of the word of god and we are giving you the ability to do that zero four nine one zero six four six six nine again jesus said that this thing blows where it pleases, and you only see the effect of it. Hmm. It it could it could it be a leaf blower because we have one of those on the roof of our studio right now. Um, I want you to think about what you just asked me, <laughs> and I want it kind the of listeners... fits the description of what yeah, you just yeah, said. But, but Jesus was talking about it. Okay, okay, that's maybe true. he was prophesying. Yeah, someday <laughs> you're gonna have leaf blowers. Leaf blowers. <laughs> but hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. It does move leaves. Now, you know, the probably this this rich guy here, yeah, probably wanted a leaf blower in his time because he he's, absolutely he's making stacks from his stacks on stacks. It's so much stacks he had to stack another house up. I love it how he's like he doesn't even he doesn't even just build a second barn. He's like I'm just gonna knock down my original barn because old trash <laughs> lame. Let's let's get that out of here and build a bigger one. <laughs> I'm just going to build the, the biggest yeah. barn ever. It's not good enough to build another. I'm going to destroy the old yeah. and just build a whole brand new one even bigger. That's right. What? It's just wild times. It's opulence at its total maximum. But as I well think, too. like, as I was saying before the break, in terms of practical application, then, it's like, okay, well, what is what is this saying to us? What, what are we trying to, to understand here? Why is Jesus denouncing this person's behavior so heavily? And saying you could die at any moment. The reality is, is that Blake, you could die at any moment. Yeah. And 
I could die at any moment, and Shanna proves that Shanna could die at any moment, and any of you listeners could die at any moment. And I know that's a morbid thought, but that is the nature of the world that we live in. Unfortunately. And it doesn't matter. It does not matter whether you're young or you're old. Whenever you die, that is the end of your quote-unquote probation, your ability to choose Jesus, your ability to be used by Jesus as a as a worker for him, as a witness. Right. And when we go to heaven, we were reading yesterday about how it is when we when we arrive in heaven that our works follow us. And it's only log it's it's logical and it's only possible if you think that through the works that follow us to heaven. We we had a text come in talking about our character. I'm like, yep, our our character exists. You know, me as a person, Lawson, I exist. But the only thing, the only works that follow me to heaven isn't my earthly riches. It's not my degree in dentistry. If I had one, it's not this, it's not that, it's not the other. It's it's those who I've won to the kingdom of heaven. It's those who I have witnessed to. It's my witness on this earth. That is truly eternal. And to just live, to get lots of crops, which isn't a bad thing. No. Make bigger bonds, which isn't a bad thing. No. And then eventually go into retirement, which isn't a bad thing. Amen. But to put those things as first and foremost in life, as if this has been the goal the whole time, is to rob yourself and God of your ability to witness to others and influence eternity, essentially. The problem is how he wants to spend the money. So having the money is not the issue. Making the money is not the issue. Using the money is not the issue. But how you use the money is the issue. Mm-hmm. So instead of building anything for anyone else, he goes, so this is the problem, right? He's so selfish-minded. It's not that he doesn't have enough money to help others. It's that he has so much that his first thought is, how can I have more? Mm. Right? His first thought is the greediness of envy. And we talked about covetousness before. Mm. So instead of saying, you know what? I just got enough. I'll just give back a little bit. Mm. Uh, And this reminds me of a story. I don't know. I think you shared about Home Depot. Was that you or was that Monica? Could have been Monica. So I think Monica shared a story about Home Depot. They just said, hey, look, during the pandemic, we actually made way more money than we ever thought possible. So... We're just going to give it back to our employees. They're doing a great job. And I think they spent something like $4 billion on employee wow. like wages increases. Instead of saying, let's use a $4 million for a new yacht, you know, even though they probably got a new yacht anyway. But, like, it's just good to see when there is opulence, when there is luxury, when there is wealth, to, to, to spread around, to share it, right? Now, mm-hmm. I am, you know, being from America, like I'm in no way a fan of communism or socialism even, really, because I think a person should have the right uh, to go and have a hot dog stand and go and sell hot dogs or make some bibimbap Be- or a taco dogs. van, you know. Haystack truck. Haystack truck, whatever it is, right? Yeah. You know, if you want to play music on the side of the road and, and busk and make some money, like you should have the right to do that. And I think every person... Uh, should be given the opportunity to go and and to either work for themselves or to work for someone else, uh, but to to give back and to look at recognizing that everyone's desire to make money improves our lives, right? So if 
when we look at businesses, their their desire to make money actually makes your life better. For instance, mm. hey, there's a company who can make really really good vegetarian burritos, uh, Guzman Gomez. You know, I, no, maybe you don't I can't like them. believe you just said that. <laughs> I cannot believe whatever it is. Okay, okay. you know, you know whatever okay. it is. Okay, and they, they, but their ability to make food, right, and their desire to make money gives you opportunity mm-hmm. to go and 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 to obtain that food, right, with your money. And as the, that's how the economy works, is like the entrepreneurial spirit of providing for others. But the problem comes when. All of that providing, all that work is simply to stuff your pockets. You live your life like this man right here. Mm. Now, when we get back to the returning years, especially the older years in life, you look at the book of Daniel and you look at the book of Revelation. Both these books were written by men who are in their 80s, right? Mm. They were they were older, much older men uh, who had spent a long time working away they were still productive in their retirement years. And I think it's, impar- it's important for us to remember, like, God's not saying for us to just be idle, right? Not to make money and to be idle, but to make money and to work and to develop an economy so that we can then go and help others as well, too, to give back. I think uh, it's important for us to remember the counsel that is given to us in Matthew 24, verses 44 to 46. It says, Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over this household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Mm. We must be about our Father's work as we wait for Jesus to return. And it's good to work. It's a beautiful thing. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. This is the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson, Shanna behind the scenes, pressing buttons, making it happen, making, uh, bringing the rain, mm. but only in the good way because it's really sunny outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is incredibly sunny outside. Yeah. We're looking at another thirty-seven degree day today, and the leaves are just flying off the roof because there's a guy with the blow torch, maybe no, no blow a blow torch, What's a leaf, a leaf blower. blower. Yeah. I was like blow, blow dryer, blow torch, no leaf blower. Up on the top, and it's raining leaves right now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the leaves right now. Uh, sorry if you can hear that at the studio. They just made a, a corporate decision to clean exactly during the <laughs> radio. Uh, no fault of anyone's except for the person's fault that it is. Uh, <laughs> but we've made it out alive mm-hmm. uh, just barely. We're right at the end of the show. Uh, we've got a few minutes left, and I've got a few text messages. Magantha, mm-hmm. guess what? You got the answer. Correct, Mundo. Julia, you also got the answer correct, but Sky texts us and says, the less we have, the less time we can spend worrying about it. Mm. We don't have anything, uh, if we don't have anything, or we don't have anything that can be worthy of taking with us when it's temporal items. You know what? I totally agree with that. Uh, it is, I've had two times in my life, my house is burnt down. One, my, my house when I was a kid, and then my brother's house and all my stuff was in it over in America. So overnight like all my stuff was gone mm. and all the stuff that i really cared about that was really important to me that i really enjoyed boom gone does disappear doesn't exist anymore it is consumed by the fire and it made me just realize i think i'm gonna just live in a tent for a little while because i'm just gonna enjoy that life mm-hmm. so i was 
traveling around, cruising around, living on a rooftop tent, and I really enjoy it. However, I do have a nice bed now and a house, and that's much better. Uh, but I've done the <laughs> tent experience <laughs> just for fun, and it was a beautiful time as well, too. Lawson, help us out. With the quiz? What was the answer? The answer was wind. So we saw Proverbs 11.29. <laughs> okay, we've got, we've got enough leaf blowing upstairs. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Please, sorry, give, us, give us a break. Come on. Okay, come on this is Proverbs 11.29 declares that, that this will be the only thing inherited by the person who brings trouble on his family. So if you bring, if you bring trouble on your family... You're, you're going to inherit wind. Wind. Which, in one way, I can imagine it's like, okay, you're inheriting wind. So That'd be cool, like which, wind which, power? Which is kind of like nothing, right? That, that's the point that it's making. But also, my other th- thought is, is like you get sucked up in a tornado. Uh, wow. that that comes at the you know the very end of time in the great great tribulation. You get sucked up in a tornado. Tornado. Wild ride. It's the it's the landing that'll get you. Yeah. The ride would be fun. Yeah. Uh, but then you're done. I feel like it would be it's lots of flailing, ride. though. And I feel like you'd be too scared. You'd have to kind of psych yourself into it if you wanted to enjoy it. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. If you know, you know how I'm feeling. That's how I always enjoy my tornado rides. Well, it's, it's one of those <laughs> cases of, like, there are people who fall off high places. And they have survived. They've survived. But there are people who fall off high places to their death and... Those who will survive will tell you that it's very scary yeah. and traumatic. But then there are people who jump off those same high places with a parachute and they're... Or a wingsuit. Or a wingsuit or something. And they're, they're I loving I can see it. you doing so it's that. Definitely you look like a off. kid who would absolutely just like... I love jumping off high things. You would have... As a kid, I can see you just be like... Now. Whoosh, now. Even now. Just, uh, now. Grown like, up, it's still there. Legitimately, legitimately now, I'd love to do something like that. Th- that being said, you know, I think that there's... Level of responsibility we need to have uh, when when doing those things. When jumping off of things. Yeah, that's right. And I wouldn't just go and needlessly hurt myself. So but when, when you're like, when we talk about responsibility, I always think about jumping off of high places. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and not doing that. I've done a 14 meter cliff. That's that's the into water. Oh wow! It's 40 meters and then just you know falling down. I actually have a video on my Instagram. This is from when I was like 16. I I love stuff like that. Okay, good to know. But uh, this is the thing. If it's if yeah, it's good that you're hitting you're the an water. Ad- and you're an the, adrenaline the junkie. I, I enjoy. You I like enjoy. going super fast. I, I enjoy doing. Speed never killed anyone. Things. It's the sudden stopping that. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, God also. This was the other interesting one. God used wind to part the Red Sea. Now these True. people say, "Oh, it's, well, it's the stuff. That's what Moses used. That's what Moses used." But mm. God used wind. Amen. So interesting stuff. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.